All right. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. Hello, and welcome to Talktales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts. I'm Shauna. I'm Matt. And we're doing a podcast, and it's Tuesday evening, and it's not as hot as it's been. Yeah, I'm not sweating as much as I was before. We're, you're looking like you're just glowing at this point. Yeah, because it's minor sweat. Yeah, well, minor sweat's better than major sweat. Yeah. Or maybe major, major sweat's better than minor sweat, depending on the game. I don't know. Does a game involve? <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, baseball right now. I don't know why. <laughs> would ask but, you to explain, but I don't think I get it. No, like, minor leagues, major leagues. Okay. <laughs> Holy Christ. <laughs> that was the quickest Ambie. That's the quickest Ambie's ever infiltrated this podcast. I'm pretty impressed, actually. Her butthole was like. <laughs> I thought she barked because an alien was going to Oh, because her butt was like flanging? Is that your focus? <laughs> Matt, I heard you have a story <laughs> yeah. that you've experienced oh God, this I week. I should tell this. No, you're telling it. You prepped me for it. You said you're going to tell it. You're going to tell it. Oh, boy. So, I mean, like a bit, I don't know. Apparently half the universe was in retrograde this last weekend. That's what I'm attributing it to. Uh, so I came in on a Saturday. Let it be known that every bartender that was working. Is this at Stella? Yes. Okay. Great. I was semi trying to keep it subtle, but it's definitely at Edit. Stella. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone knows, but still. it's uh, So all three of us, it's our Fridays. And I'm like the mid- so that means that there is a bartender that comes in first, I'm second, and there's a third bartender that comes in later. Uh, so I'm second, I roll in, and uh, said opening bartender is feeling pretty good about himself as far as the liquor is concerned. And uh, so we're rolling in, I'm like, oh boy, this can either be a great night or it can be a night where I'm playing a help, lot more of the bar. Help out the bartender? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that happens. Third bartender comes in, and we're rolling, and... It's going well, you know, he's, he's chipper. We're all chipper. We're all trying to get on the level about midway through the shift, a little crash situation happens where he's like kind of dying down. We're like, should we get him more drunk or should we let him crash? Ooh, that's beer a good shots. Question. That's a good intermediary. So we did that. No way. Beer's going to crash him. It didn't. <laughs> at, that, at that second, it did not happen. <laughs> it okay. perked him up within a split second. Wow. And then shit hits the fan. And Uh like, we're busy on a Saturday. It's like prime shift. It's wild. And he decides to go from fun bartender to like, I'm going to bring up something that happened earlier on in the night and be angry bartender. And I'm in the, what we call a VIP well, which is the far left well nearest the door and patio door. So we get everyone chilling. And basically it's the like most active well. So I'm there like busting my ass. And then the two of them start to argue about something. And this is happening like on hit time, like everyone's there, everyone's ordering drinks and they're like kind of bickering about themselves. (laughs) I'm like getting my ass kicked. Oh, no. So you're like, you're the complete support system. I'm going to be melodramatic about it. They can deal with it. But it's it wasn't that bad. But it was still like to the point of me looking to my right and seeing them talking and seeing like another rest of the bar being full of people. I'm like, yo, guys, like you can deal with your differences later. Later meant about like. 30 seconds away and like another 20 minutes of them talking about it. Oh shit. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell's happening? You guys, you guys need to help me out. They figured it out, but it was just like a ruckus time. Like it was the worst timing. And it was just like a funny, weird situation where like drunkenness does not always lead to a resolution. I don't know where I'm going with it, but it's like, I don't know if it 
ever really leads to a resolution. No, but when you, I don't know if that's the goal in mind, but when you five 30 and when you're that level at that point, it's like, all right, like there's a lot of shift to go. You need to kind of like tone it down or you're just an expert at like where your level is. But <laughs> oh my God, like this is a fucking shit show right now. So, well, they're fine. They're cool people. That's great. They're not enemies. Of course they're it cool just people. happened. Yeah. Well, we all but, get a little like when we're sauced up, sometimes you have like little tiffs, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it happens. So that was my fun experience. Well, I'm early. sorry that you had a crummy shift that night. It was it was rough, but it felt rewarding. So I didn't have anything we like finished that the night. this week. I had a great little party I bartended. Uh, that, Sweet. Yeah. I got uh, offered a fly out gig to who knows where, but maybe in four years I'm flying out to bartend somebody's it's like a four year four year out bartending gig yeah i'm telling you (laughs) like it was like some legislative political party and they're planning a birthday party when's the next election four years away (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but i'm like i i'm not going if it's bakersfield count me out but if it's italy i'm in What's the election? I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. It was because one's for the United States. The other's in Italy, which is probably not United States. There's no like I I don't even know what they were doing. It was like some political party of some sort. They were spending Mm -hmm. a shit ton of money. I made a bunch of money. It's cool. (laughs) Got it. But that being said, there's a lot of stories to be be told on this episode because we have an amazing guest and I've just met this gentleman. I'm assuming you're a gentleman. gentleman. I am a gentleman. He identifies okay, as such. That yes, I'm really good at judge of character. So I, I, I'm glad <laughs> and I gender. <laughs> and uh, and I'm also fantastic at introducing people. <laughs> yep. Because I nail it twice. I've nailed, nailed it twice. Yep. Ma- nope. Maybe once. I think I've only mailed Either nailed way. it once. Works out. But I'm gonna introduce you. I'm calling. I'm doing it. All right. I'm Don't not, fight me. I won't. I know because you, you will. You'll hold me back because you're the ref. You're the ref. I wish I had I'm going to start calling you ref. Ref? I'm yeah. okay with that. All right, good. Dude, all right. Everyone listening, we got the man in the house. It's happening. The National Beverage Director for The Grand Bevy, Sir Richard Swan. Hello. Thank you very much. Hello. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I knighted you. <laughs> oh, you knighted me. <laughs> I was about to say. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. What do we do? Like, I, how do we knight somebody with uh, we smash a bottle and like... Should yeah. we do that? Yeah. Or break oh, a guitar. All right, and like, here. We can smash Wait, a dude over either one of them. Yeah, there here. we go. Smash a shot. There you go. I'm going to, okay, edit in glass sound. <laughs> We're not sure. Okay. Thank, Thank you so much. I'm so honored. Thank you so much. He's a jolly good fella. He's a jolly good fella. How nighting works. He's a jolly good fella. Then nobody can deny. Maybe a couple. Uh, sir, Richard Swan, everybody, dude, Grand Bevy, that's your gig. That's what you do. That's the gig. You just travel and you do bar. Travel, make drinks. All right. You have like the dream job. I think so. I love my job. Um, it is a wonderful extension from coming out of, uh, tending bar. I started as a bar back and worked my way up and then went through the trenches and everything else. And then by serendipity found myself working with this wonderful company and now we get to travel the country making cocktails at fancy events it's a lot of fun nice yeah so wait when did you start bar backing how long ago uh i was working my formative years were spent in a record shop back in uh back in maine where i grew up i worked in a record store fuck yeah i know 
Sweet. Record store for life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I may ask, where in Maine? Where in Maine? Um, this particular record store is in Brunswick, Maine. Okay. Called Bull Moose Music. And they are a fucking legend. So I did that. And then uh, I was dating a girl at the time who was making so much more money bartending at a, at a crappy margarita bar. And, in uh, Maine? In Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So anyway, like went and visited uh, this beautiful cocktail bar that was actually that existed in Portland, Maine in like 1997, 1998. I'm dating myself. I realize that. And I just fell in love with the entire scope of it like the bottles behind i didn't know what anything was but they all just called to me in a way yeah and i love the scene i love the fact that there were people interacting with each other from all walks and decided that i was going to get into it and fell into it so found a place to bar back and um just dove into it like read all the books and nice like learned the craft straight, and into straight in it. yeah i was for like 20 at that time, at the, time. the a lot of the drinks were a lot different they were a little bit different, but like the the cocktail kind of bar programs that I fell into were already, already kind of going forging forward. into like fresh juices and that's awesome. You know, like it was an old school. Like the first place I started working at was in uh, was run by folks who were old school, so it was like the old school style of bartending, like treat the guest, respect and old school hospitality. Cool, yeah, nice. exactly. Thank you, and uh, and also like you know you make the drink the proper way and like treat it. As an institution, this is a place where people come to like gather and and yeah. have something, and you are the gatekeeper to their happiness, essentially. Oh, awesome! That was like what? the rule number one: like you show up, it's about them, not you. Yeah, and wipe your feet off. Never put on a smile. Exactly. Like don't ever turn your back to a guest. Like you know, mm -hmm. like stand at attention and not so nice. much, but you're just like be there. You know. And yeah. Have a smile and a story and read the paper so you know what they're talking about. <laughs> and it was also like again. You know, back in the day when it was before folks would show up to a bar and have an iPhone to stare at, they'd show up with a newspaper, a book. And if they didn't want to engage with the book or if they're waiting for somebody, they'd talk to you behind yeah. the bar. You know, it was interesting. Oh, God. Did your the first bar you work at, did they have TVs? No, no. None of the bars I ever worked at had TVs. No kidding. No, not a one. Wow. That's yeah. actually really impressive. Yeah. I'm kind um, of nice. Yeah, honestly. because... It, it is a distraction having a phone and that's, I'm glad you brought that point up because that's a whole different thing interacting in a time that there wasn't a distraction at all times. Is there any stories you remember from anyone back at that time that you... At that particular bar, I learned the very important lesson of no politics, no religion at the bar, mm -hmm. which I think is a cardinal rule. Mm -hmm. um, that's a podcast role here too. It is a podcast role here yeah. too. Great. Uh, it's very, it's important. So my aunt, is uh, a very outspoken person. My family's from the UK, so this is back in when W was was elected president. Mm -hmm. J W. Uh, G yeah J W. J W. J W. J W. The call well, on the streets. You know. Yeah, the, the second Bush uh, was elected, <laughs> and so and she showed up, and she started running her mouth at the bar a little bit, and uh, uh, with a British accent, and uh, she started talking some shit, and then the guy around the corner of the bar started talking some shit about about my aunt, and I was like, ah, "Ooh, oh, bad oh. family is no go. It's not good." And so I, I had to run to the back of the house and just be like, "And Vinny was get, my everyone boss. Get the cell phones. <laughs> Vinny, get the cell phones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Vinny, I was like, Vinny, I gotta, I gotta fucking have a minute here. I was like, this guy's talking shit about my aunt. I want to punch him in the face. I don't know what to do. And he's like, Well, hey, no politics, no religion at the bar." So and that's out. the answer, yeah. And that's the answer. Like, this is why, you know, because 
it's just it's upset. not the place, you know. You, yeah. you you add booze on this whole mishigas. Yeah, it's, you're gonna, it's something you're gonna have that a sad time. Human beings are never gonna agree with. Not so no, not like, when you not when you attach ego to your politics yeah. and your religion. And, and then through a belief and in the booze, mix. Yes. and all that liquid courage and all that liquid courage consumption. Exactly. Yeah, we can't have a rational discussion about it. No. So that was that was a good lesson learned within like the first six months of my first bar shift was no politics, no religion. Nice. If you had any advice to somebody who's bar backing at this time, mm-hmm. what would you give them to like transition into bartending? Uh, work your ass off, but never be so good at your job that you can't be replaced. That's good advice because we bartenders are always want to keep their good exactly bar yeah exactly yeah. yeah and i've been passed over for roles in different uh job positions where it's like yeah they, they just wanted you to be there because they're like nobody else is going to do it that way so learn position yourself keep meeting new people that know your worth and vow and understand your worth and know how to express it to other people that's mm-hmm. a big thing is saying i want to be here yeah yeah, yeah. and don't be afraid of asking yeah yeah, because like, you're not going to, nobody's going to give it to you. Right. Yeah, don't be afraid of leaving either. Like, right. if you know that you're on the level where you you feel that you're going to be elevated, like, if they're not going to give it to you, then find some place that values you. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel and, that. you know, that, that lesson can slope. also be, that can also bite people in the ass, but hopefully they'll learn that lesson too when they're like out there yeah. being like, you'll figure out your level. I'm king shit of fuck mountain. It's like, actually, you're not. Oh, yeah. A Every, great lesson to learn there because replaced. then you know mm-hmm. you're not king shit of fuck mountain. And then you work again to, yeah. to get be, to willing, be willing to put in the grind a little bit again. Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 It's no, all, it's all comes a, down to work. Yeah. And failure is a blessing. You learn. Very much so. Yeah. 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 It's good work, good work ethic and personality too. And personality. Everybody just wants to work with people they like. Be charming. As people. Yeah. Right. Sell yourself a little bit, but like be sincere to a point as well. You know? It's charming like a, and sincerity. Oh God. Yeah. That's a whole balancing act, Isn't you know, it? not to be bullshitty. I mean, but Matt, like, I know you know the. Challenge you got in spades. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I just cuss a lot and everyone seems to be fine Me with too. it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just have to stop myself. So let's talk about the Grand Bevy a little more. Um, so you guys go all over the country. Are yep. you 100% in the U.S. at this point? Are you global? Or? Yeah, we do some stuff in the Caribbean and a, you know, a little bit of international, but that's, it's, that's tricky to do, but... We obviously want to do that a lot more, what? but for the most part, we're based all across the country. We have teams in like San Francisco and New York and Miami and Dallas and New Orleans and Detroit, and Michigan and everywhere else. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really great. So what is the process of somebody contacts you for a party, right? Mm-hmm. Is it usually like it's events, parties? Yep. Are they ever private events, like corporate events, like all over the map? Pretty much most of them are private events. So mm-hmm. we start in the weddings market. And then graduated into um, taking on more corporate events and expanding it into that. Uh, so, for instance, if somebody wants to throw a wedding at this beautiful resort in Turks and Caicos, but they go there and they're like... Invite us. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> a wedding event. Invite a wedding us. event. A beautiful yeah, wedding uh, event. If you're listening, we would love to join. <laughs> we do this one, if we get time to tell the story, that we do this incredible like five-day birthday party in Turks and Caicos. What? Sounds amazing. But broke us, <laughs> like broke <laughs> us. Days is no yeah. joke. Like I swear, I swore I was hallucinating so much. I saw a giant cat. Like <gasps> I was driving a golf cart in the middle of the night in a in a dirt road, bringing watermelons back to the <laughs> venue, and I was like, "That's a huge cat!" And I looked over at the guy, and he was just like, "What? How dare you?" <laughs> Yeah, rude. And he I walks away. I haven't slept in two days. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. So, 
but back to the point. Point is, like, wherever it's like fucking backcountry. I swear, I still see it in my head. I'm seeing it. It's like it looked like it, it it's like, like ingrained in your brain. It is. Guys, it is. forever it offended. Moonlight was shining upon it. It was incredible. Uh, but the point is, like, if we if somebody wants to throw this giant, you know, and they're spending a ton of money and they want to have this in this beautiful venue. But most of these resorts and hotels and such don't necessarily their banquets department doesn't reflect like the hotel bar, if that's a beautiful cocktail program. So we will come in and like augment the services. Right. So you have the team and the staff and the, the nuts and bolts will come in. We have a commercial kitchen here in L.A. and I'll design the drinks and we'll make the shrubs and the, you know, ingredients and vacuum seal them and fly them off. No, and we'll get so the team the in. Base- yeah headquarters base is here in la and so i'll go in and i have you know will shrubs and molecular ingredients and all that stuff and we'll make it here vacuum seal it put it in vac seal bags and we'll fly it off and we'll build the show on site might be a little technical but do you require a license for this kind of thing in certain places not really because we're not really we're not actually selling alcohol so like the alcohol is like sold in the liquor package of the resort so that's a great thing too like okay what did the what did the bride and groom buy for this wedding, right? And it's like, all right, you got JW Black and Goose and whatever. It's like, all right, cool. Well, then I'll talk with them on the side and say, what are your cocktail preferences? And we'll do a little questionnaire and a chat with a client and figure out what their cocktail preferences are and kind of build the menu together. Ideally, we want it to be like super dialed to their tastes mm-hmm. and tell the story of their That's so cool. wedding nice. and the engagement yeah. and everything else. And then, you know, play it out. As the night goes on. That's freaking amazing. Yeah. A lot of thought goes into that in a A pretty streamlined process, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, we've, yeah, we've learned, yeah, we've built it as we've gone on, you know, Mm -hmm. we're in five years into it now. So we've pretty much got it kind of dialed, I suppose, you know, there's always that. Were you part of like the, like the ground starting? Yeah. I got in like within a few months of it. Cool. Yeah. That's a cool premise. Like a, like a central headquarters situation and then you kind mm-hmm. of roll into doing events outside and you have it. Yeah. That's a cool way of doing things. The vacuum seal stuff. Yeah. 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 That's the way to it's creative. Of, and it's the way to make it so that their cocktails are uniquely theirs as opposed to just like, here's some simple syrup and there's some bitters. Yeah. I could do like a daiquiri, but whatever. it's going to be, should I say? So, but if you really want to kind of like yeah. raise it to that level and also to, to make it so that if we're, some of these events too are like 500, a thousand, 3000 people. Like if we want to make craft cocktails for that many people, you've got to batch, you've got to batch, but also mm-hmm. like, uh, compress these ingredients into a shrub or mm-hmm. uh, a syrup or an infusion. Which takes or, yeah. like five ingredients. Which that takes you put five ingredients. And exactly. Yeah. So then it might get it to site and it's like, all right, the pineapple vanilla shrub with lime plus tequila and bitters is fucking slamming cocktail. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's killer. That's the idea. So, what's the logistics as far as okay? I want to actually at some point if I'll come see your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, you guys and, can all come down. Yeah, yeah and uh, what's the logistics as far as like shipping out? You have to do like ice, like dry what dry ice? Don't use dry ice when we're flying. You can't fly with dry ice. Um, Makes sense. Like the uh, yeah, they they hate that. But um, essentially, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, really do. It'll explode. Yeah, yeah. The same with <laughs> nitrogen. So when we're doing like ISI chargers or something, it's like, woo, what are we gonna do? You guys send ISI chargers? We no, to, no, we don't. Oh. We don't fly with nitrogen okay. ever, ever. <laughs> TSA yeah. I've never, never ever flown. Ever. Has never done that with nitrogen bulbs ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's um, yeah, Vexo bags, ice packs, coolers. 
these crates that we buy and, uh, you know, just keep it under 50 pounds. And so ah, you crazy. prep at your kitchen. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. fly with the merchandise? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking for some reason it was like put on like a overnight. No, we don't FedEx do that. But kind of thing. No, it's always with us. Cause we, if we lose that, then we're fucked. Oh shit. I, so you I carry flew- that stuff. Well, we check, we're check it. it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But we, we lug it to, yeah. Oh, crazy. I thought it was like a so car on. situation. Like you ship it in the cargo hold or something. Oh, oh well, guys- well, kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, I flew with dry eyes. Holy fuck. I just realized uh, that. No, I did. <laughs> Way to go. Like a high five across the table. Like Boom. you got away with it. Yeah. Air bumps. <gasps> no, I did. Because I did a bartender competition in Vegas. Yeah. And I made. Jesus uh, Christ. How did shit. you get away with that? With water. I just did it. No, I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just did I just realized I did this. Yeah. And. Uh, was it? So, it no, was I made the, these. You checked these the bag. Stout ice cubes here. Yeah. And on the day before and froze them because you say I was stout nervous. ice cubes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it was like coconut stout ice cubes. Mm. And, um, I had to get to Vegas the next day to do this competition, yeah. which the problem of my cocktail that I put into the competition was having right. these specific cubes. Sure. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to have a, um, little cooler bag, my cubes That's and nice. some dry ice yeah. and throw it in my luggage Yeah. and check it. You did it right. And, but the craziest fucking thing about it was, mm. is when I got my luggage, picked up my luggage, I opened it up at the hotel as soon as I arrived and I had to go straight to the competition. And there's a note in my luggage saying that they went in and searched the whole thing. And they didn't. And they, and they didn't it. take it. Amazing. I know. I they probably know. couldn't identify it or something. They I don't were know. like, what the fuck is, it looked like a little poop cubes. No, like, every time we put, I, every, I actually sometimes <laughs> when different. we're flying, sometimes when we're flying, <laughs> I save all those TSA things, those yeah. cards. And when I'm packing, I just throw one on top. So oh, that if it like, opens, I'm just like checked. hoping they just say yeah, like, it's like, already been checked. Uh, we checked it's this like one. putting the <laughs> fucking like parking ticket on your car. Because window. I yeah. can't tell you how many times like I've gone and like they've yanked something like sodium alginate and I'm supposed to make like fucking spheres or whatever. And they're like, I'm like, do you guys have a centrifuge? No, no, uh, we do. We don't do centrifuge stuff. I've done. I've clarified with like agar. With agar, it, yeah. Cool. It's a nightmare. It's it's ridiculous. That's so dumb. I hate <laughs> it takes it. fucking forever. Yeah, I would like a centrifuge, please. <laughs> All right. You that's hear a, that? That's you hear fancy that? Let's talk for listeners? cocktail stuff. Let's get, let's a, get, let's get Ri- a talk Richard tail a, centrifuge. Yeah. No, let's get Richard a centrifuge. We'll yeah, start a yeah. Talktail's fun system. I'll I'll pimp it out, you guys. I'll tag How it with all the shit. What like. 3,000, 4,000? Yeah, like 35, I think. Yeah. We Perfect. can do this. We yeah, can get we you can a centrifuge. Hell yeah. Yeah. We live in that Tails <laughs> life. Hey, buddy. We <laughs> <laughs> that Tails life. <laughs> We've oh got reps. God. Yeah. That's, oh, my God. This is all very fascinating to me. This whole... because I a this is a, This is a way I've never, ever bartended before is in a travel set of bar situation. Yeah. So do you also work with other, like, brand parties and sure. stuff like that? Yep. Yep. A lot of the time... Some of the, especially the corporate events, they'll have a sponsored spirit, whoever is going to throw the booze at you. So build a menu around that and so on and so forth. How do you make sure that the bar is set up the way they or you want it? We have a pretty solid plan of how it's supposed to happen. And we just kind of get in there and do it and with smiles, but. Do you have like a construction crew too? Not necessarily, but like usually what we're doing is the planners, for instance, will have a pretty set design aesthetic as how they want it to look. And they know what we do. Like we, you know, big lush herb displays Mm -hmm. and like the citrus thing, you know, the craft cocktail bar essentially, you know, and like, and bits and pieces from all the best, like Death & Co and everybody else and like fresh herbs and citrus and everything else and, and lay it out. 
So it's, nice. a, it's experiential very well thing. planned. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like to the, sound like- and we're just one vendor amongst like 20 to 30. You're talking about lighting and vent and the band and everything else. So we know that we just have to slot in and not be a problem for anyone. So we've become very good at kind of showing up and being like, Hey guys, we're here. We're, here. <laughs> we're going to do our thing. Don't worry about us. We got <laughs> it. And, and it's no. more of like the, like ask forgiveness, not permission. So it's like, fuck, I need ice. I'm just going to wander around this hotel until I find like all the, the catacombs yeah. of like all those like huge, like the four seasons yeah, with a and everybody back at house is just like, Hey, how are you? I'm just like, Hey, great. And then just like go and like <laughs> take six bags of this huge thing of ice and just like wheel <laughs> around. Just like if you have an apron and a kind of suit you look, on. Yeah. You're I used to do that to get into music festivals. Totally. Put on yeah. a, um, one of those orange vests that you can get at like orchard supply and you just walk in <laughs> well kind of yeah like if i were i just as soon as i get to site i put my a like denim apron on or whatever the cocktail apron and then just walk around with like a scowl and then nobody and then i just go anywhere dude I, I did this whole shtick at disneyland where i walked in <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ people don't like to ask questions no they do not yeah so actually legally I'm not, either yeah i'm not gonna give this one up because i don't want disneyland to we bust this, this shit out, but i want to hear this yeah, yeah well <laughs> it's how you get to the front of the line ah, oh god is this the wheelchair bullshit <laughs> no no not oh. even probably oh. talking about what we're drinking right oh my god yeah because it is hitting strong baby yep so. <laughs> yeah we're cheersing already hitting her. Hitting her. All right. oh right well yeah well i will read our brand representative yes i'll read that representative first. Uh, before we get into the actual cocktail that we're sipping on. Uh, well, wait, wait. Let's give a little backstory on why we have this. Go ahead. <laughs> you got this. No. Oh, I'll describe the brand. <laughs> no. no, so um, quickly introducing the brand, Mestizo Mezcal, we connected with Marco, who Instagram messaged us randomly, and we started talking about Mezcal via text message or whatever. What do you fucking call it? Messenger? Instagram, Instagram messenger. If you want to message, brand it, yeah. IG message. I M I G DM DM. Slide in IG DM. Yeah, that's what the kids say. IG DMs. He IG DM me. That's and yep, all of those. And then we started talking about Mescal. Then we then we started talking about jobs. He's now working at an amazing job at the Prince in K Town, and he brought his mezcal to us and we're talking about now and they're the, our brand representation today. So it's like stars aligned, you know? Yeah, it all worked out. Yeah. Uh, so I honestly love brands that put like an amazing thing on the back of their bottle. So I'm just going to kind of read from that. It sounds like I'm just copying out, but it actually is kind of fun at the same time. He nerds time. out on the brand, brand yeah. bottle. So it's an ancient spirit unique to, uh, it's unique because it's distinctive, complex, aromatic, Flavors produced by the Zapotec tribe in Mexico, considered to be a gift from the goddess Mayoel. In the 16th century, the Spanish introduced this specialized distillation process. The Zapotec tribe was used to improve the ancient beverage. Scal works uh, with its producers from the Mexican state of Oaxaca to further define the Mexican state of Oaxaca, further define and enrich the taste of the product. Creates a perfect convergence of cultures within the bottle. They did a pretty good job of saying that. It is actually very delicious. And I'm I'm actually finished my cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I have two. So I'm I'm drinking it straight and uh, I do like it. It's it's got a beautiful bottle, kind of a, a lembic, I want to say. Kind of that what does that of, even mean? Ooh, yeah. It's like a I'm a lembic. <laughs> I got no blood cells. 
<laughs> it's kind of that apothecary bottle look to it. Uh, kind of square, but a curved top. A little on the stout side. I love it. Matt loves it. Yeah. It's, Matt uh, loves it. It's very you delicious. should love it. And it, it is the And hope. you should put it in your mouth hole. Yeah, I've been doing that regularly. Yeah, let's get in there. <laughs> Rude. Hi. You Sorry. Get in I was there, Matt? <laughs> like in there? Uh, get in there. Yeah. You want to oh, get in, like, to in there? Get in there. <laughs> I'm getting in this mezcal. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hi, Matt. <laughs> hey. How are you? That conversation didn't happen. Um... Anyways, uh, the cocktail that I uh, we we're drinking tonight, uh, Misty Samasco, super delicious. Um, I think it's really approachable. It's great for cocktails and it's very approachable. <laughs> <laughs> so the Let's cocktail peanut butter that over there. We, oh. we've been drinking today. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> what? What's going on? <laughs> there's no there's no peanut butter happening. <laughs> yeah. God. I guess I knew my audience is. Um. <laughs> So anyways, so what we're drinking is uh, we got some mestizo mezcal, some grilled pineapple syrup, a little bit of a maraschino, uh, fresh lemon juice, and um, Australian aromatic bitters. Shout out Joel! to you, Joel. Yeah, man. We've been using his stuff for a second, and it's yeah, really Joel, good. Your bitters are delicious. Yeah, but it's kind of, it's a take on a, um, a Zamboanga, which traditionally has cognac, a pineapple gum, a citrus, and angostura bitters. A little bit maraschino, it's kind of like that, but with mezcal and grilled pineapple syrup. Obviously, different flavor profile. It's smokier, and then the grilled pineapple definitely gives that caramelized uh, flavor profile to it. But yeah, it just goes to show how versatile this mezcal is. You guys, cheers! <laughs> cheers! Wow! Cheers. Thank you so much. Salud! <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh my God! There's this person that, that we in, well, actually, we didn't invite her here. She she kind of we came did. along with us. Because we were at this amazing bar up the street earlier. Yeah. Uh, and anyone who's listening who knows Red Lion, you know this is a great bar. Hmm. So we were there. We were all there earlier. And <laughs> sorry, I have to take a breath. <sighs> and we had a couple beers. We had a pretzel. We had a sausage platter. Jesus Christ. You were there, Matt. I, yes. Did you take a nap? I have not. Okay. There was somebody sleeping next to me, though near the fountain and there was this amazing organ player that was playing which i was not aware of because i'd never been there when an organ player has ever played matt you need to remember like five hours ago well that's why i'm saying it was my first time okay and but <laughs> <laughs> right and so there was this amazing organ player playing and she took this break while we were there. We were drinking these beers and uh, she came over to have a peppermint schnapps next to me. And she offered <sighs> to buy me one, actually. And I was like, no, 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 absolutely. I will not let you buy me a peppermint schnapps because, ma'am, you are fantastic. And I will buy you a peppermint schnapps. And so. And I was ready to drink both of your peppermint and schnapps then Matt, if you decided and, to and then <laughs> split the difference. Fucking both of them. <laughs> we got a little bit mad, but then we ended up becoming friends. And we're like, well, what are you going to be doing after this? What time are you done playing this organ? And she's like, in like another set, which is like 45 minutes. And I'm like, okay, dude, we're going to do this podcast. Would you like to like just roll with us? We got this amazing guest on, Richard, and I think you guys would hit it off. And I think that you should come on and like, you know, talk about what you're doing because you're you're playing an organ in a bar. It's fantastic. So uh, let me inter quickly introduce <laughs> quickly introduce yep. uh, our second guest of the night, <laughs> Gertie West.
your category doesn't hack me. Thank you. Goody bag. Yeah, minor claps, minor claps. I was busy, but I decided that I should probably come to this change up, change it up. <laughs> I, you know, I do the same thing every night. It's well, what, not lonely. Well, what were you going to do if you wouldn't have come here? Well, I was going to drink probably a bottle of schnapps. Schnapps. I love schnapps. Uh, what kind of schnapps do you like a lot? When I was uh, a very small child, I would like peach schnapps. But now I like the peppermint schnapps because I'm older and I am more mature. And you want to keep the... Right. You want to <laughs> elevate your palate. You know, it's really about good breath. Yeah, you know, I got a point. couple complaints. I didn't want to so. be disappointed with it, but that's what I was... You did. <laughs> now, Rick, you... Rick, yeah. you are very handsome. You <laughs> look like an older Doogie Hauser. I get that all the time. I can't tell <laughs> you, you how many times I get that. I couldn't afford his insurance, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't, I don't, but I'm, I'm interested. Well, you know, he's he's not he's not a doctor anymore. No, no, no. He's just you know an actor. No, no, he's not. He's dead. He's Lemony Snicket. Do, do he died? He did die. He performed on himself a tracheotomy, double pie pass surgery, uh, on his liver. What? I didn't know this. And he killed himself. What did his pal, that guy, the, the Italian dude? Well, he has show? a name. Max Casella. Thank you. <laughs> rude ass. <laughs> I know we just met, but you're being rude. You know what he did? He went on and he starred in uh, Saved by the Bell. Uh, and also Newsies. And the Newsies. <laughs> yeah, the more known of the two. <laughs> you also look like a Newsie. But anyways, you know, I've been writing music for a long time. I don't know if you know my sister Dottie West. Oh yeah, I'm familiar. I it's funny, I got an album right here. She's I saw that album. Now that you mention it, it's a spitting image. Well, what I'll tell you about Dottie. (laughs) Yeah, what do you know about Dottie? I mean, she was pretty popular back in the day. She was. Have you all seen that new Charmin movie from Mexico called Coco? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. You know how they had the guy on there that was the guy that was the big star and he wrote all the heartthrob songs. You know what? Is this a Dottie West like scenario? That was with a documentary you? about me and Dottie. No kidding. I so wrote you're the every songwriter. single one of these songs all right. on here. Yeah. I don't know. You could she didn't well, put my name in the credits. Let's just say uh uh, right or wrong yeah so right or wrong like she was not right and i was not wrong i'll tell you that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how that song came to be well like how that how that i mean it's been a while since i've listened to that song how that one go it went like this and when i wrote it before all them producers came in it went like this daddy you ain't right it's like a- that ain't my man but it ain't your man. That's our cousin. But he looked at me first. And you ain't right. And I ain't wrong. You ain't right. And I ain't wrong. I mean, come here. From the moon to the sun. You ain't right, girl. I ain't wrong. That's originally how that one went. Goddamn soul music right there. Well, that was one of my favorites. Well, you know what? 
Uh, it, I, I'm not surprised by the look at you. I mean, it was like, to me, it was like, I mean, Aretha and then, you know, uh, Gertie. <laughs> Aretha? <laughs> it has a certain ring to it, don't yep, it? Yeah, very Aretha-like. Well, Gertie. so, you, yeah. I mean, you're very talented, Gertie. Thank like, you. uh, you've been playing at the Red Lion for how long now? About 45 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I don't look like I could possibly be that old. Um, I actually had to stop playing there so much. The young men are really into redheads. And although it's just a little bit of scotch tape and red hair dye, they still get after me, the young men. Especially some men like you there, Richard. I see you looking over at me. (laughs) And you better quit because I am celibate. Sometimes I give it away for free. Sometimes I sell a bit. So actually, just name your prize. Duly noted. Wow, I have never heard a better pitch in my life. <laughs> in my life. Well, that's because you're about. How old are you there, Matt? I'm coming up on the 30. Why do I adopt the fucking accent every of every time, guest? Every time. Every guest. Every guest. Well, yeah. it is. It, but you got to nip that in the bud. It's awfully rude. <laughs> Oh, obviously well, not. Okay, so your instrument is the organ, right? That's I the played instrument the choice? organ, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Dottie liked the piano, so obviously I had to pick the more sophisticated instrument. Mm-hmm. Dottie, is she she's still around? Dottie, I'm not, you know, I'm not really at liberty to say what we did with her body. <laughs> <laughs> I, res- I respect that. Yeah, I guess that's... She's all in kind of jail. And, and no, say, nobody wants to incriminate anyone else. I get that. But may she rest. May she be in peace. I'll say she be in peace. I'll tell you what. That's why I got fired from the church. Because uh, all that fired. talk. Well, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So you used to work for the church. I did. I worked for West Maffa, Texas, under bridge, under carriage, Long River, Baptist Methodist United. Church of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, wait, I, wait. Was that on uh, Maple Street? Uh, yeah, yeah, but you know what? They renamed that street. I think they named it after one of them liberal, brawless women. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> something like Amelia Earhart, something like that. You said that you used to work for the church. And yeah, I was What was the church again? <laughs> that was... <laughs> <laughs> that made the church of the West. Yep. <laughs> yep. yeah. we okay, wait, wait. I'm a cigarette. Yeah, sorry. I don't, yeah, you know. Careful. I, you know what? I'm actually not also at liberty to say the name of the church right. on enough. account of the NWDA or whatever. <laughs> is that the basketball company? I think. Well, they it's They gave me a post-it note said check yes or no if you going to talk and I checked no cuz there was a $100 bill underneath of it. And a postcard? Wow. Oh, well, it was a post-it note I meant to say, but I've been drinking peppermint shots since you was a very small child. Yeah. Yeah. Them were words. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I feel like I've been lagging. Well, yeah, I got fired. When we we when we were at Red Lion earlier, we were talking about um some of the songs that you do. And you played some while we were there that I like just floored me. Like floored me. Matt. You were in the same place, right? I was. I get that. that you, were, you too, right? You yeah, were, we were th- you, yeah, like, yeah. So you, We were yep, touched. I've never heard. I've never seen or heard organ work. Well, Why I get like that, that a lot. Yeah. 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 Because I got like six eight. fingers on each hand. It's like, <laughs> I think it might be because you have six fingers on one of your hands. That's true. 
I, I've been meaning to ask, but I didn't want to be. Rude. That's the representation. Well, she's trying, to, she's trying to overload her like talent. I get yeah. it. Uh, I feel like That's what they called in high yeah. school. It's called a seventh. <laughs> I don't know if you've <laughs> ever heard of that. Well, I have now. It was like listening an angel with wings playing into my ears. Well, God, basically. I couldn't agree more. Finally, a good review. So, yep. 45 years without a good review. If you don't mind. Well, and not a biased one, I'll tell you that much. You owe everybody money. They just don't like you or something. <laughs> Gertie, if you don't mind, I'd see you brought your organ. I asked you to do that, and I'm really happy you did. Do you mind if you just like play us some of the tunes that you were playing no, us earlier so the listeners can experience what we've been experiencing? I'll tell you what. If you didn't let me play a dang song, I'd have burnt your house down for making me carry this organ 17 blocks. Okay, uh, well, what's the song that you're going to be playing here? Well, gonna- I don't, what are y'all in the mood for? Are you in the mood for, uh, how about a little bit of bubble bath? Oh, It's yeah. my mm. newest. I'm trying to keep up with the time. So bubble bath's my new thing. Oh, Sounds my gosh. About right. This was one of my. This was actually yeah. one of my favorites. I remember I when you Kendrick's played it. Throw that word around. When, like, like four hours ago, I remember when you Kendrick played it. Kendrick Lamar's one of my idols. <laughs> oh, perfect. He he's uh, he's older than me, but just in his heart. <laughs> I'll tell you much. Oh, got it. Okay, really confusing. It's called wisdom, but it's bubble bath. Is the style absolutely beautiful? <laughs> All right, I'm you want to count this it. off? I suppose. Yeah, just get her on good. Get right. her on. Here we go. One, two. Wow, what an interesting organ sound. I feel like you got accompaniment. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the bath, the bubble bath. Hey, when you get to my age, you start to have panic attacks. But I have my peppermint snaps with me. If you drain the tub, you see that I'm on drugs and I like butt plugs, but not for sex. I don't like that kind of behavior. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that's exactly how I remember well, that song. I didn't mean to laugh at the end of that. Just no, it was beautifully said. Listen, no, sometimes the intimacy makes young men like you giggle. I get it's okay. I'm it's used just, to it's it. Just, it's joy. It's not. It's pure joy, right? Yeah. I can stand up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that there. is why. I had to get a security guard outside the organ because of young folk like you I'm standing so sorry. out there. It's okay, but I'm glad there's this table between us because I really can't keep them off me. I mean, it. the acoustics in here are pretty good. Uh, what about this one rodeo show that oh, I heard you know earlier? Let's play it. I love this song. I love this song. Okay, ready? I'm going to count it down. I'm so amazed you're so prepared for all of this. All right, yeah. Uh, I've all been right, forty-five years prepared. <laughs> all right, Gertie, uh, uh, you ready for this one? Are you ready for this one? Yeah, I mean, I'm ready. You got your keys fucking played up I right got there. Them here. I'm all right, tuned and ready to roll. Bang a ring. All seven. <laughs> Hipsters rhyme anymore. Oh, oh, I missed a chorus. Hang on. Here. 
Come on, this is solo for my horn. That's coming out. It's the place you don't want to know. Hang on now. And here we can. I get a one, two, three, four, five. The church kicked me out on my tuckers. But Father John likes to smoke the hookahs. And I've been waiting for my beer. This waitress at the Red Lion is taking 54 years. I'm gonna die before I get my schnapps. Make it stop. Wow, I've never heard an organ played that way. <laughs> it's beautiful. That, that, that organ has so many sounds it's, in it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's well, a beautiful organ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no wonder unique. you, I, I mean, it's worth you dragging it 17 I can see the Kendrick influence. I Definitely. just doubt you all understand Mary, what Mary Poppins was doing. <laughs> yeah, and she's, she's even in the trumpet. Yeah, no way we can understand this. Yeah. She, she's got cymbals in her knees. Cymbals? Yep. Cymbals. Yep, yep. Oh my gosh, she pulled out a flute. Holy oh, shit. whoa, I don't know if we can, well, I probably shouldn't take pictures about that part. Nope. Nope. No you should probably get out of here. I said no cameras. Yeah. I told Quit you that. You ready? Turn it down. That's oh, a one man band. Quit throwing the flute. One woman Stop band. <laughs> yep. Dick Van Dyke. All right, then. We've talked about this before the show. <laughs> None of that yeah. Dick Van Dyke shit. Still, still Never. Don't know, still don't know if I understand. <laughs> wow. It's like a carnival situation. <laughs> Okay. Nice. Oh. Wow, wow. <laughs> Beautiful transition. Nice. She's exhausted. Yeah, she just took her hands off. <laughs> done. No one. Beautiful. Touch me now. She's done. <laughs> I've never had a Kayla before. Yeah, that's incredible. Oh, man. That wow, was well done. Dude, Gertie West, that Thank was you. a fucking national treasure. Well, um, but I, I mean, you're saving the best for last, I think. There's more? <laughs> There's always yeah. more with Gertie. This you don't one, even know that. Um, this one, I'll go ahead and tell y'all. This is called My Muffin, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> this, by the way, I edit. just had to tell you guys. I don't know if you... We hey, didn't no hear edit. it. We didn't hear now, it earlier Rick, at, now, at, at Red Line, but this slip. is my favorite. Oh, really? I think you okay. need to slip over about one or two feet. It's going to get real slippery over here. <laughs> 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 Too uh, Hey, is this, all, is this all this equipment insured? Yeah, we it's got your towels. equipment. Oh well, you we better insure it. <laughs> it's insulated, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, we got yeah, towels. I'm gonna we scooch got, over. We got I'm some hot fiber over. towels over uh, here. That I'm right there. This is a, a short chong, but it's shorter and it's worther. Short chong. I love short chongs. Short chongs. Never hear me say that twice. Nope. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, here we go. All right, all right. Her fingers are on the keys. Here we go. What a beautiful organ. Now I got the muffin man. I got the muffin man. I got the muffin man. I take Amex. Now don't touch my muffin man without pay, 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 paying. Don't touch my muffin man unless you got some cash. <laughs> That definitely was Richard's favorite song. Yeah, it's mine. And uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was until you said it. Yep, that was Richard's favorite song. Yeah, and he keeps looking at me. You know what's funny is that there's also one more though. Oh, there's more. Holy fucking shit! There's just one more. <laughs> it's my you birthday. know what? You made me run down the street with this. You better let me sing my theme. Well, song. this was my this was my favorite song, and I'm surprised that we didn't do this one yet. It's called Ponies and Balloons. 
<laughs> I'm gonna cry. Maybe you should put I on might that as well. Just put it on. No, it happened. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's your all time hit. Hey Matt, you better call nine one one on your cell phone. Get it ready, just in case. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, this 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 was your, your this was the number yeah. one hit, the one that went like uh, a- platinum at KSSL one in uh, one. Hmm? your hometown. Oh my goodness! Ready? Is that a police call yeah. out? Yep. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. Oh wow, this organ can do so much. Seen you standing on your soapboxes. You're talking about how you're pretty mad at me. And I get it, but I don't like it when you look at me. Kick your fucking ass! I'm old, I'm rude, I got a tight pood. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's the oh, one. The kids are that's back. The one. <laughs> that's, that's the one. That's the take. <laughs> the high pitched piggies are back. <laughs> that's a hit. That's a hit. <laughs> wow. I just saw Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> and that was that's oh that was your inspiration, was Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes. So when's your when do you play at Red Lion? <laughs> Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I go to church on Sunday, and they don't let me in, so I come right back to the Red Lion, oh, and wow. then so they let me play again. That's a hell, it's of, a hell of a schedule. It's yeah. a hell of a schedule. Do you, you see, see me it? sweating over here? You know, day in, day out, at over at the Red Lion. Yeah, we can see it every day, apparently. Yeah, but late also, Sunday. But also, yeah. what happens every day is stories. The stories True, are happening everywhere, all, the, all time. the time. Stories do happen. Speaking of which, yeah, we should probably probably ask our guest if he brought any. Huh? That yep. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and settle in, get yourself something to sip on, and why don't we go on this journey or continue the journey at this point? It's magical it's sometimes. It's uh, the bartending. Beautiful stories. <laughs> stories. I can't wait. I can love stories. Stories. Ooh. Stories. Ooh, listen, sirens. In your ears. The city fucks sirens. <laughs> Those <laughs> sirens are for the city that fucks. <laughs> These stories fuck. Los by Angeles, the, way. the city that fucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the time. That's pretty it's true. Somewhat awkwardly. Yeah. yeah. Christ <laughs> almighty, Los Angeles is fucking hard tonight. <laughs> like, listen to that. Yeah, I know, right? Just the fuck police out there. You want- are you fucking? Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Get the fucking. Get the fucking. <laughs> you fucking. Get the fucking. Get right? the fucking. And they drive off. The city like, oh, that Remind you. What are you doing over there? Turn off the Instagrams. Get the fucking. Get the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like every mad? time this Save podcast your- goes to somewhere, that's so crazy. <laughs> it's so great. Yep. I fucking love it we so We dedicated much. ourselves to that one. Good. Get the fucking. Get the fucking. Get the fucking. <laughs> Stories, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Stories. All right, Richard, what do you got? What's your experience? Uh, behind the pine, as it is, mm-hmm. as it were, the big stick, big stick, probably the the most memorable story I had behind the bar. It was well, Cliff's Edge was the last bar I used to run in Silver Lake. In Silver Lake, mm-hmm. that was the last place you would expect to have a bar fight in. <gasps> oh no, no way! But there was a pretty epic bar fight <sighs> that sort of transcended, like a Everyone few degrees of separation of like my friend circles involved in it, whether oh, no. they knew it or not. 
so it was a night which began like any other night. Uh, it was a Tuesday night, I think. And uh, I had some Summer, my winter, best friends. It fall? was, I mean, it's LA. It's, it's all, all the same, the same in LA. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. You're right. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it was a quiet Tuesday, which were one of my favorite nights behind the bar there. And uh, I had some my best friends regular show up. We're hanging out. Another friend came in whose name I won't uh, bring Just, up here, but I will tell to you guys because you'll know her. And, uh, she brought in some random dude. I think they were on a date. I wasn't really quite sure. She was kind of showing me some spirit. She was a brand rep at the time and was like hmm. showing off some of her stuff. And then there's like some guy who's kind of like hanging in the wings. Interesting. And then when her job was done, I was like, cool, you're going to have dinner. Cool. And the guy showed up and they kind of sat and had dinner. And then I was kind of hanging out in the corner well at Cliff's Edge, which we called the Thunderdome, because that was, I think the same as what you said, the VIP <laughs> yeah, bar, right? So like VIP that corner bar, the door. right? Yeah. At Cliff's, we called it the Thunderdome, because like that, that was where we would have like the plug-in for the iPod if somebody wanted to come in and like, you know, fucking right. All the heck and peck DJ kind of thing. Oh, wow. Awesome. Right? So like, okay. oh, plug in your iPod or whatever and like go for it. Um, back in the days when iPods. And... Wheels. Wheels. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So anyway, so uh, it became evidently clear to all of us that the dude that was hanging out with my friend was fucking out of his mind, like pilled up, wacko, oh god, piece of shit, just like nut job. So she booked it wisely, and then he she was left, left that guy there. Oh fuck yeah! Like why didn't she take him out? Why would she? Because he was a total creepo. Oh. Yeah, no, she was kind of like uh, yeah, eh, and like, like gave the noise. Cool like, worse, I got it. Like, like I'll deal. This like, is your problem cool. now. Cool. And at the at the time, it was like him at this bar, and then like three or four of my friends, and then like some random people just coming oh coming and going. Okay. It was a very quiet night. So anyway, point is, he started to just like kind of creep down the bar to like get himself closer to my friends. It became evidently clear to all of us that he was just looking for a fight. No. Or just looking for a confrontation. He was out of his mind. The kind of guy who's like, kind of like looking at your chin when he's talking to you. You know, that's not good. And he's like, hey, man, I'll give you another IPA. Just ready, like, waiting for a fighting word. Just, I'll give you a glass of water. Got the shark eyes going. Yeah. And it was bad. So one of my very best friends uh, is born and raised L.A. Irish brawler kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so like he just like glommed onto him and it was like, come on, man, what the fuck? Anyway, point is, it got to pushing and shoving. Did okay, it, so Shark Eyes interrupts with L.A. Boxer. Yep. That's not a good combo. Not a good and combo. Then my other friend who was there on the side of him, you know, he started to pick on him. And it's just like, everybody just cool out. Let's get out. Let's get out. And it, mm-hmm. again, it's about the point of like, when do you start to just kind of coerce somebody and outside no the door? Either. And like, yeah, and like get out and like, hey, man, why don't you just go outside? Let's, let's take yeah. a breath of fresh air. Because uh, you don't really expect people to actually go to the next level. Not at all. Surprisingly. I think in movies and in like theory, you think bars can turn into this like throw chair, break bottles, brawl, like situation. But in reality. But it's very it's rare, rare that somebody's actually looking for confrontation. Yeah. It was clear to all of us that this guy's like desperate for confrontation. He's desperate to find the person in the bar that's going to react to the bullshit that he's spewing out of his stupid mouth. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say like, fuck you, bro. Let's Boom, go. And give him yeah. a hammer. And everybody's yeah. just like, dude, cool Let's out, go man. Outside. It's not worth it. Like everybody was so fucking great about it until finally he like shoved somebody. Oh no. And then it was just like an in- instant impulse of like shove back and because he was so fucked up on whatever else he was on. That's he just fell over starts. ass over backwards and like hit his and like fell down oh, on shit. the floor. Oh, he went down. Because he was so fucked up. Like it was clear that he was fucked up on pills and like I'd served him a beer and within three hours like and he was out of his mind. So he fell over backwards. 
sprung back up and then just clocked my friend in the face. Oh, like it was, it was a really impressive. It was just did, like, did you it was like kind of like a weeble wobble. Spring? It was just like, boosh. It was like, blam on concrete. Boop. Recovery. Pow. And my friend was like, oh, hell no. And it's like <laughs> babooned him up. Yeah. Just like, and then all of a sudden realized what he was doing. He's like, I'm killing him. And then stopped. <laughs> and then we all looked at the guy and we we're just like, oh this guy's very red your face is fucked and so we just kind of gingerly walked him out the door and i stood out there for a good hour with him and was just like hey man you gotta go and he's just like well i'm gonna get in there it was just well he was wanted to continue the he, he, he kept wanting to go for it and everybody was just like no he and he's woozy as like, shit because he's got his you have an issue so i'm gonna call you a cab he's like no and like literally shut me off and then just like wandered off down the street and, I and was who like, knows? You ever never, never saw him again? Here's where the story gets yes. better. Oh, no. Here's where the story gets even better. Yes. So we have uh, all the friends that were all there at the bar. You know, we all have a group test, text going. So the morning it was like, check in and just be like, yo, that fight was crazy. I've never seen anything like that. I felt bad because I was like, I felt I should have diffused the situation first. My friend who actually pummeled the shit out of him was like, I feel awful. He feels terrible. Like instantly felt terrible. And then everybody else was like, this is a really terrible situation. And I have a friend who was not there piped up and he's like, wait, what did this guy look like? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, because there's a guy who's been staging a coup in my office who showed up to work today with a fucked up face. Oh, shit. No and I was way. like, send me a picture of him. And it was like his LinkedIn profile. I was like, that's the fucking dude. This guy who just apparently was in a bitter divorce with his wife oh, had no. tried to stage a coup with the company that he was working with very high-end corporation and then got shut down on that that was the night that he went out and like he was, was like, like i don't give a oh, fuck it's all gone yeah. like everything i've worked so for like in i'm my gonna get fired life. for trying to usurp my fired. boss my wife's leaving me i need to go pick a fight in a bar and he ended Holy up shit. finding one he of my best friends he didn't give a fuck about anything and just wanted to annihilate himself wow yeah. Now tell us what staging a poo is. Well, for those of us don't know, it's kind of like when you wake up in the morning and you drink a cup of coffee and you're like, all right, twenty minutes. Now yeah. That I know about. And then you say, twenty well, minutes. Well, yeah, movement. movement. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what I thought that meant. What that poor man was doing in the office, I didn't think that. If anything, that's relieving. Yeah, that's a relief. That's yeah, a relief. that's a good thing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. What you said staging a poo, or what'd you say? Coo. What's it? Okay. My, pardon me. My ears. I'm <laughs> old. Very different. <laughs> good Lord. So that's my bar fight story. That's Jesus. a good bar. That's a good bar. I wonder if story. that guy still, he probably doesn't, but works at that job anymore. But no, no. No, yeah, I, I think wouldn't that guess was that. He was out. No, he was there to like. Clean Where out. is he now? Do you know? God knows. I hope he's alive. I, mean, I hope he's okay. listening. I hope he's great. I really do. Like that. <laughs> I got a new game. Yeah, yeah. We're getting into it. So we're going to do a game here. And this is going to be a first. I like feedback. So anyone listening, give us some feedback on it if you like this one and we'll do it again. But basically, this is called What's That Cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> Matt and myself, we have a few books here. And we're going to describe ingredients of a cocktail. And Richard, you're going to guess what the cocktail is. And you're going to guess the ingredients as we go. and then. If you can, tell us what the cocktail is. Okay, I got the first one. <clears throat> I am a brown spirit, in a sense. Are you rye whiskey? I'm not rye whiskey. Are you scotch? I am scotch. Great. Now, Congratulations. I do an equal part with this. A citrus, 
Are you a lemon? I'm not. You're a lime. I'm not. Are you an orange? I am. Are you a blood and sand? God damn it! No way! <laughs> Fuck, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah! Bravo, bravo. Did you see my book? No. Oh. Good work. All right. Wow, that was very well done. That was uh, amazing. I am reading from a book that we got from Tales uh, by uh, Sebastian Hamilton Mudge. Shout out, Sebastian! Bomb ass dude that we interviewed on the spot. Uh, he was a cool dude. So this is kind of a mix on a classic. Let's go with it. So I'm going to start out with, this is going to be a giveaway. I can't just trying to throw it. you, man. Uh, Rose's Lime <laughs> is the start. Oh, This weird. is a portion of All this. Right. You just yeah. gave the ingredient away? Yeah. Well, it's like it could be lime or well, now you gave me the, maybe the ingredient away. I am a weird <laughs> citrus syrup product. Okay. Wait, yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm adjusting to this game. <laughs> I know. It's a new game. It's a new game. Got it. Uh, okay. That'll be the only one to give away. Wow, God, it's like pretty much gave it away. <laughs> Damn it! I'm I horrible guess. at this. Yeah, just oh, it's, what's the next I'm, one? I, yeah, I'm looking over here because you're kind of oh, showing your me. hand. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I'm a I'm a nice southern lady coming in after a uh, like maybe a few days after Derby Day, so I'm kind of feeling that same kind of couple days uh, of taste. Derby Day. Yep. Uh, man, I'm feeling something really kind of citrusy, maybe more. I don't know, like herbaceous or so. Uh. Maybe a little bit of uh, class, if you will. Something with like some uh, flowers to match my derby dress and hat. That's a light bit of we, sweetness. We julep in it up over here? No, oh, no, it's not. no, we're not. We're not. A little bit closer. It's not. Closer. I know it is. Similar idea. Yeah, you do, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Like something really refreshing. If you have like kind of like a. The yeah, it's got it was like a really it was kind of a green color because of one of the ingredients. It had a beautiful herb garnish on it. Served up, I think it was served up, because the Derby Day they had they had the other version that was kind of like all in a fancy glass, a pewter and such. But mm-hmm. I wanted this to be a little more like fancy that I could cup it, oh, so coupla style. This ain't no um, South Side, it's Chicago, damn South Side, boom, fucking fuck South Side. That's not what I was thinking. Actually, did you guys know South Side like minutes before I did? Or no, no, I. I was thinking it was Black Eyed yeah, Susan. Sh- oh shit! You were like East at first, and like, I think you got. Like, and yeah, I was like, that's good yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking it was Black Eyed Susan because he's talking about derbies and stuff. And yeah. then in Preakness, yeah, it's I was Black Eyed Susan. The, I was trying to get the mint in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About right. that. yeah. And I think a Black Eyed Susan is a flower. Yeah. Right, and that's why he, when mm-hmm. he was like the floral thing with my dress, I'm right, like, it's right, Black Eyed right, Susan. God damn it! Yeah, there are very specific names in this freaking book. This game's winning it. Antique Ferrari. Antique fucking Ferrari. That's your cocktail, huh? Fuck yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. An antique fry. I know what an antique oh, fry yeah. is. That's his cocktail. He yes. made that. You mean so it's the a sweet vermouth, uh, Campari, and yeah, Fernet, yeah, yeah. right? Antique yeah. Fernet and Campari. Yeah. Hell yeah. That, my dad loves that shit. Oh, oh fuck, your dad loves that <laughs> shit. Oh my god, dude. Holy he goes shit, to dude. no. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about right. this drink real quick. Yeah, so, yeah. The antique Ferrari. Yeah. All right. This is so, like a well-known drink at this point. I think it is. Yeah, and it makes it brings me so much joy to know that that is a well-known drink at this point because, yeah, like. I travel around a lot and I'm usually on my own. I sit at like airport bars around the country and like get people to make antique Ferraris. And then if and the best thing is when I come back to that airport bar and I ask for an antique Ferrari and they know how to make it, I feel this genuine joy inside me. Oh, so the antique Ferrari yeah. is such a simple thing because we always had that like the Ferrari shot is like Fernet and Campari. Yeah. And then I was at Thirsty Crow years back and uh, Joffrey's like, you want to 
Ferrari shot? And I was like, yeah, man. Oh, fuck. What if we put Antique in it and called it Antique Ferrari? And I then know it was the like, taste and then zip. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, listeners, you're talking to the guy. You're, we're talking to the guy who invented this drink. The Antique Ferrari. Yeah. So it's equal parts Antica, Fernet, and Campari. The same build as you would a Negroni, Negroni. or anything else. You can do it as mm -hmm. a shot. You can do it on the on ice. You can do it up, whatever you want. But the beauty of it is that it's, you know, the simplicity of it is this, it's Negroni build. So as long as you look in the back bar, walk into your bar, look in the back bar. If you get a Fernet, a Sweet Vermouth, and a Campari back there, then you can make this drink. And, and if you're easy. at home and don't have a bar, it. it's just three components. You can always easy. have it and impress your friends. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and so, it's so very yummy. It is. I We've done the it. chilled uh, Fernet Mentha. And called yeah. it a mint Ferrari. Yeah, there you go. And it's like, oh, you mint Ferrari is good. Yeah, yeah you know, good. mint yeah. Ferrari is a beautiful thing. That too. sounds and delicious. Mint Ferrari. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh I want God, a mint dude. Ferrari on crushed ice, though. Ooh, yeah, that sounds good, good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy, my dad's going to flip his shit. Oh, fucking hey, man. I'll tell your dad. <laughs> he loves Cheers. that freaking cocktail. You have yeah. my, like, my last goal as a bartender is to have a drink. To have like a universal drink. You know what mine is, but no one knows yet? It's called the Horse Reviver. The Horse Reviver. Yeah. What's in it? What's it's, all in it? It's bourbon, lemon juice, blanco vermouth, mm. absinthe. Yep. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Because you got to sit in that Corpse Reviver. Pierre, Pierre Ferrand, um, dry curse out. out. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds yummy. Yeah. Horse Reviver. It'll revive a horse. Horse Reviver. That <laughs> will. Uh, going out on this amazing episode do you guys have anything you want to plug let listeners know anything like instagrams or anything to let people know what you're up to Richard? Uh, if you want to check out what we're doing on the road you can go to the grand bevy on instagram and check me out at formula swan on instagram as well formula swan formula swan awesome name yeah because i'm and, a uh, fan of formula one Gertie Gert Gert Gert. And I gave up Instagram. AKA, AKA known as Ray Little. Anything you want to plug? <laughs> Ray Little underscore. Because Ray Little is also a Detroit rapper and he got the Instagram handle. Shut up, really? Yeah. Wait, so you're so the true the, Ray Little. The under, underscore? Yeah. I'm the true. I'm the not. He's the true. I'm the second. Is it Ray oh, underscore bullshit. Little? It's Ray Little underscore. And then they're there, man. And uh, for listeners who are listening to Ray Little right now, she is an incredible performance recording artist here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And also quite an amazing organist, too. So I take people's organs and sell them. <laughs> this is a black money. market action. Because bartending is too hard. So follow her on Instagram. Follow, follow Richard on Instagram and keep up to date with, with what they're doing because they do rad ass shit. Definitely. And if you like our show, <laughs> do us a solid subscribe and leave us a review. Uh, this is a DIY project and all the love we get does help us grow. So please just that like quick little like or whatever you do on the computer to like show the computer that you're listening is a big help for us. So whatever you can do to help us out, we really, really, really appreciate it. And if that love does come in the form of a charitable donation, you can share that love on our Patreon page, which you can find our link on our website, TalkTalesThePodcast.com or on the Patreon.com backslash TalkTalesThePodcast. I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song. And thanks to my brother-in-law, Grayson, for creating our badass logo. Yeah, and if you have an amazing story you want to share with us or maybe even be a possible guest on TalkTales, uh, you can go to our website www.talktalesthepodcast.com and on our homepage you can submit your own stories 
via email or otherwise at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. All of us here on TalkTales, we're above the legal drinking age and we drink alcohol on the show. We do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. Please, please do not drink alcohol and drive. Be safe out there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And thanks to Adele, our podcast mixtress, for making us these amazing cocktails that we've been sipping on. Thanks to our sponsor today. Mestizo Mezcal. Mestizo Mezcal and Marco for introducing us to the brand. Yeah, shut up, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's fantastic. And thank you for um, sponsoring our (laughs) podcast. And thank you guys. For being here, both of you. Yeah, like, thank thanks you. for spending time with us. It was a blast. I'll send you my bill. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. We'll ignore it. <laughs> Just yeah. like all your other bills. <laughs> yeah, so I do. Just text me at 555-5555-talktails. Accidentes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and let's get out on this podcast with a cheers. Antique. Oh, comes, <laughs> coming know. in hot. Antique Ferrari. Cheers with the antique Ferrari. Cheers, Cheers, y'all. Baby. Thank you. Wow, wow. Running in there. Cocktail. Cocktail. Cocktail.